Hello, and welcome to Big Sound Small Town. I'm your host, Sandy Carlton. The small towns and communities of Cleveland County, North Carolina have long been a hotbed of music in all its many forms. Several Cleveland County musicians have found commercial success and critical acclaim in the music industry. Yeah, everybody knows that Earl Scruggs, Don Gibson, Patty Loveless, and Alicia Bridges are from Cleveland County. Donald Byrd, too. So this is not a podcast about them. This is a podcast about the musicians who are still here and keep music alive here. This is the stories, and you need to know them and know the people who are making the music. This is not, this is not your normal podcast. That is the sound of a new day of work by Kevin Deadman and his band Dirty Grass Soul. I had an opportunity to sit down with Kevin and this is what I learned. Stay tuned. Today on Big Sound Small Town, my guest is fiddler, guitarist, vocalist. Singer, songwriter, and front man of Dirty Grass Soul, Mr. Kevin Denton. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, well, Sandy. Thank you for uh, yeah, I appreciate on. you asking me to be a part of it. Well, uh, you're a pretty big musical force in this county these days. Uh, uh, do we want to start at the beginning? Yeah. And tell me how you got to where you are? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess. Well, to go back to the very beginning, we'll, we'll dig yeah. back in the roots. Yeah, we'd like some to Some stuff do folks yeah. don't know about. Uh, I grew up on a farm just north of Shelby. I've lived in Cleveland County my whole life. Right. Uh, born and raised. I grew up off right on a farm behind 18. And uh, we, we would show a lot of cows and stuff. Well, um, my grandpa was an auctioneer. And this is a... It's actually a pretty funny story. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Oh, that's good. Um, so when I, I was probably four or five years old, that Grundy County auction song, remember that? Oh, I do, yeah. My grandpa, there used to be Deadman's yeah. Livestock Yard in uh, North Cleveland County, and he would auctioneer and stuff like that. And uh, that Grundy County auction song came out, and I was, I was like hearing it talk about auctioneers, and then uh, one thing led to another, and it kind of, that, that sort of, it related to me at the time and like cows and the auctioneering and stuff that I knew about and I loved I just knew like I loved that upbeat nature of it and everything Uh, then next thing you know there in the music video came out for it there's guys clogging in it and everything I was goofing around at the house I was like I want to know how to do that and I would like dance around to the song well my mom signed me up for clogging lessons (laughs) and uh, next thing you know I'd I clogged and I started going to competitions and everything and and obviously you know any clogging is a very 
uh, North Carolina Appalachian yes. Bay style of dance and 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 co- directly correlates with like the bluegrass country rhythm. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's playing the snare drum with it your is. feet, yeah, it is. you know. And uh, so I anyway, know. I started doing that, and that's kind of what got me into music. I started listening to those songs that we were dancing to, and and I wanted to be a fiddle player, and so uh, I signed up for middle school orchestra in sixth grade at Shelby Middle School, and. Uh, that's that's when I first started playing instrument. Long story short, I guess. So you started with the fiddle. That was your first, or violin, I guess, was your first. Yes. So so you went through the whole orchestra progress progression in high school and all. Yep, I did. I started out sixth grade. Ed Allison was the uh, yeah, was the professor, the 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 orchestra director. My sixth grade year, then he retired. John Champney came in, who is yeah. the, currently the director. Right, he and, is, yeah. Um, you know. Both of those, uh, Ed Allison kind of planted the seed initially in my sixth grade year because I think kind of if you get through that first year of playing an instrument, you might stick with yeah, it. That's true. A lot of kids quit. You either like it or you don't. And I don't know. He he helped plant the seed enough that I saw it was something I liked doing and wanted to continue now, doing. And then ever since then, I stuck with at it. At that point, did you did you come home and try to play fiddle tunes, or did you do the straight up? No, I did. I think day number one, uh, when I came home, you know, he showed us, or he showed me, because I, I told him, you know, who, I think we went around and, and we're sharing, you know, what we liked or what music we liked, and uh, Charlie Daniels, of course, oh, was, yeah. when I when I thought violin, that was who I thought of, okay, or gotcha. fiddle, yep. Charlie Daniels Charlie was who Daniels. I thought about, and uh, anyway, he showed me, like, he, I remember he played Devil Went Down to Georgia yeah. for me when I said that, and I was like, oh man, that's the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and uh, b- bow them cabbage down, which oh, is an yeah. old bluegrass song. Just it's an easy song to play. Just two note slur, double stop on the A and E strings. And right. Yeah, that was the first song I'm I played, man. Too, so yeah. Like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, so that, that that's really good. So so while you were doing learning the other stuff, you were also learning the fiddle at the same time. Yeah, I was. It, I, now I'm I wasn't like heavy into the fiddling. Right. Um, and until probably I got more into high school, but that definitely the seed was planted in those middle school earlier years. Were you playing? When did you? Were you playing guitar during this time? No, actually, my brother who plays the banjo right. in the band, he got a guitar uh, for Christmas. My parents were like, "Well, if Kevin's playing fiddle, we can get him a guitar, and they can have a little band together." And uh, he got the guitar, but never really latched on to the guitar. And he he can play it now a lot. But he he was just he's five years younger than me, right. so I was probably, you know, I would say thirteen, fourteen at the time. He's like eight or nine, right. and just maybe even a little young to really latch onto the instrument. And uh, wound up getting a banjo though, and man, he took off he just immediately took when the, the banjo was his thing. That's just funny how that mm-hmm. works. I mean, I mean, you know, it, it, that's what appeals to to you. It's it's really strange how that works that way. It is. I, when he got that guitar, though, I kind of, when he didn't really play it that much, I kind of started hogging it, I guess, from him. Yeah. I, I found out that I liked the guitar, and then I, in, in high school, started playing a lot of guitar, too. You playing country then? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I guess it's, I've, I love all kinds of music, right. um, but primarily uh, country and uh, bluegrass music. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. All right, that's all. Uh, so when did you start performing? 
uh, performing was, I, I would say, like I said, you know, earlier, that clock. And that clock? It depended, you know, yeah. if you want to call it music or not. But that that was my first stage experiences, right. and I'm so thankful for those. Oh, yeah. That's something I thank my mom every day. I hated it when I was little, um, you know, because I, I was like, I don't know. I thought girl dancing was girly. You know, I was I was always I was a farm boy, yeah, exactly. manly man. I mean, right. I you know my dad was like, hell no, I don't want my boy doing that that stuff, and uh, I want him playing football and chewing cows, you know, and that kind of thing. And um, then I look back on those years and be taking drama. I, I was always in drama right. and theater, yeah. yeah, also, and that really helped prepare me for stage experiences now. Well, you seem natural on stage. I mean, the way you Thank work you. a crowd, I guess that harkens back to that time, really. Because mm. you, I mean, it's uh, learn how to entertain, not be nervous about being in the spotlight. That's um. Thank you. Then now, okay. So when did you start? I know you played with the orchestra, but did you start playing out music on your own while you were in high school? Uh, so the first, yes, I did. Not anything too serious uh i had some friends uh the allen brothers we went down to there was a little place in blacksburg uh called country jam right off of highway five yeah i know where it is and it's shut down now uh, they've got like an rv park beside it um anyway we would go there and it was just like an open mic you could go there and and there was some fine bluegrass yeah, i mean were, like I, i've been there yeah you know there's a lot of big name bluegrass folks that have came through there mm -hmm. but you basically show up on a friday night sign your band's name up on the wall and they'll give you 15 to 20 minutes to play and then at the end of your set uh you know you they'll they'll give you a cd with your performance on it and i think it was broadcast like on you know 88.3 or, or yeah. something or 88.7 right. maybe or one of those stations but uh it was that that would have been my first musical performances so when did you decide that uh you're going to do this this is what i'm going to do you know with my life um I, right that was later on in college i think i uh i went to school at nc state for um i started out going for mechanical engineering then I started playing a lot. I think we, me and you were talking about this earlier. You said you went shit, and uh, I went to state not um, for mechanical engineering. And two or two years in, I was I started playing with a band called the Upton Brothers, Wes, Jason, and uh, their father Dale Upton. And yeah. um, I, I was playing fiddle for them. That was all I was doing. I wasn't singing or anything. And I would drive home every weekend. We'd be playing somewhere, and uh, that kind of took a toll on the mechanical engineering oh, you I'm need sure to be literally just just studying mechanical engineering and not doing anything else and so uh, I, I wound up dropping down to just tech engineering which was um, basically like I'm still an engineer without a seal right. kind of deal yeah, yeah. but uh, that I knew I've had I, I'd worked concrete all through college uh, I've had jobs in manufacturing and different things all through college and right out of college and I knew right away it just I knew when I'm on stage there you know you're a musician you know the feeling when you're on stage it's just that's the only place I felt happy it is I, I would I it got to the point where I was like I almost wanted to I wouldn't go to bed at night I'd stay up the three or four just because I was so Charles. dreading having to I'd go to work the next day yeah, yeah. You know, 
No, yeah, I do. I do totally understand that. And uh, it seems like on stage, doesn't matter how tired you are, doesn't matter what's going on. Once you hit that stage, it, it's your own time that life is good. It is. It's it's amazing, and I I love it. And I also I don't want to forget these two names when we were talking about high school. Steve Steve uh, Paget and Kathy Bergen both have passed now, but they were the drama and uh, technical theater directors at Shelby High School. And I would say that they probably had more influence on my on me performing than anybody did because I had never sang before. I was always very self conscious of my voice, right. my singing voice. And I played instruments, I even wrote a little bit, but I never would sing. And uh, Steve came to me and cast me in a part in Hello Dolly. <laughs> and and was basically like, I said, well, Mr. Padgett, this is one of the lead roles and you gotta sing in it. Right. I was like, well, I don't sing. He said, you, you'll, you'll make do. You, I've heard you play the violin. You can, you can hear pitch, obviously, by, I can tell you pretty good on that. So you can, you'll, you'll get, you'll make it. Right. And he just basically forced me to, and ever since then, people can't get me to shut up. Oh, so. yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. Well, you know, um, well, now, did you do something? I mean, you were playing, but then you decided that you'd have your own band. I mean, you, you decided that that was the way to go, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yes, sir. We when, when I was playing with the Upton Brothers, they had two or three originals of their own, but um, we were primarily a cover band, and... Uh, I don't know. I started writing during that time when I was in college. That was, um, I, I just found that really fun. I always have uh, writing, and I, I kept a journal when I was little. Oh. Also, my mom—that was another thing I thank her for. Well, I'm sitting you up for it there. Yeah, too. she made me keep a journal. Like every day, I would just write my emotions, write my feelings. It wasn't anything, wasn't poems right. or nothing like that. But I do feel like. That's kind of a lost art with cell phones and everything oh, these is. days and kids going home and just staying on their tablet all night. I'd sit there and write and I thank my mom a lot for that. Because I, I think that led me to in college Dude. once I, you know, once I picked up an instrument, it naturally lent itself to songwriting. Well, there's a, there, playing covers is fun, no doubt about it. You know that as well as I do. I mean, that's really good. But then there's something special about doing your own stuff. I mean, at some point, you know, it's it's a bold adventure when you decide you're going to do your own songs. I mean, that, that is hard. You can you could work your band forever on cover songs, mm -hmm. but but there's not the same satisfaction as doing your own music. No, not at all. Uh, it's a it's something else. You know, when I, I can remember the first time I heard anybody singing along to one of my songs and oh, it was like yeah. nearly choked me up you know oh, it was like I I, I, like my hair stood up on my arms and it was just like so cool do you so. remember the first time you heard one on the radio yes oh. i do oh yeah that was uh that was not too long ago um and I, that was like was driving down the road and heard it and i was just like oh the man. clear blue i know there's that mm -hmm. that is one of the I, I feel sorry for people that don't have that experience because that's almost a life-changing yeah. experience yeah so that's good. All right, so tell me then about how Dirty Grass Soul came to be. Um, so that, like I said, I, my, it was probably, what well, was 2011. Uh, so I was probably my junior year of college uh, at State. And uh, I just kind of got burned out on playing a lot of the same places and the same covers and that. 
and I'd started writing and had probably, you know, eight or ten originals right. at that time. And uh, had some buddies, uh, Nick Patterson, that we had just jammed around some campfires. Some He was a harmonica player and guitar player and Drew Stalin's drummer and Lance Watson, who's our bass player. We just kind of all got together in our garage band and started playing around on these originals I'd wrote. And the next thing you know, we were playing, you know, the the, the little venues around Cleveland County, me pubs, uh, right. you know, uh, all the black bracket Cedar Park, yeah. that kind of stuff, and having a really good time with it. And uh, then we recorded a demo, and then here I am, like almost uh, seven years later, since our first show was. Um, February 5th, 2012, which was my 21st birthday. Huh. Okay, so that's good. I actually did not get hammered drunk on my 21st birthday. I played a show. That's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all right. But now, this is what you do all the time. I mean, you're, you're working full-time as a musician. Yes, sir. Working all over the place. I mean, you just got back from a long road trip, right? Yes, sir. So, and tell me about the... Tell me about your CDs. Yeah, so we, uh, we've we got two now, and I'm working on a third. We're, we're starting new new material. We actually have three. I've got the, the that first group oh, yeah. we did. We made like, I consider it more of a demo, though, because sure. we didn't know anything about recording. We went in and recorded the whole thing in one day, and it was just like, bam, 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 play it, we're done. Okay, that's good. And sounds great. great. Yeah, sounds great. You know. Well, and the thing is, at some point you'll look back, and you know that'll still probably be sound good to you because that's where it started. Yeah, it's there's there's a song, there's some of it that I listen to and I just cringe the whole time. But there are there's a track or two that I'm like, man, that was actually pretty pretty. The rawness of it actually appeals almost more than if it was really polished up. I think. But um, since then, you know, we've added uh, Nick and Drew. Uh, left the band they they just both had you know family obligations and everything and we picked up um different guys along the way and now we travel as a six piece uh, added a banjo and steel guitar to the instrumentation and went a little bit more in um i, I guess you could say a country direction more i like to say just southern music because right. it's it's got bluegrass flair country flair but you know a little Rock, definitely a rock and roll vibe rock and, to, yeah, to what is. we do too. And, uh, well, you actually have a very exciting stage show. I mean, you work a crowd well. You you get the crowd you. involved. Uh, crowds like to come out to see you because basically they're having a good time. Yeah, that's that's what I love. Uh, is I like our crowd shows to be that way, you know, and and high energy, and uh, I want everybody to. Have fun when they come to our shows. I appreciate everybody coming, and so I want them to to remember it. Remember what a good time they had when they see us. Now, do you do, when you write your songs? Do you write them on acoustic guitar? Yes, sir. Uh, that's um, almost always. I've started it out. You know, I'll usually have like a hook line or something, right. and then go from there, and then work the progression out. And I didn't know if you co co wrote with anybody in the band. Mm -hmm. just we now. Lance, uh, our bass player in the band, is always kind of so. I might come up with the the generic progression for the song. Right. Lance is uh, Lance. Now he is almost we're two complete op opposite spectrums, I would say, as far as our taste in music. Right. Lance is very much like loves the dead and the the really right. loose 
stuff, like just completely jam, right. jam oriented stuff where we could play the same song for 20 minutes. Right. I'm more of a song guy. Yeah. I like the lyric side of it. and But I think that's good for what we do because he'll bring in like, well, why not, instead of just playing it straight here, why not let's do, throw this something little funky thing in there to change it up from being just yeah. a just a straightforward song the whole time. Well, now, now tell me about what do you see for the future? You know, I, we've, I, I, I don't know. I, obviously, if if I had a bucket list deal, I would love to to get to play the rhyming. That would yeah. that would be that's like a Mount Everest of of my goals, and I don't know that we'll ever get there. Um, right now, we are. I mean, we've already done a few things that I would have, if you would have told me that when I started playing, I would have, that that would have been far, way further than I ever thought we would have gone. And um, like I said, you know, Charlie Daniels was, that was the, the gold standard when I was little and we opened for Charlie twice now. And so, man, if you would have told me that when I started playing, I'd have been like, oh, we made it, oh, man. Yeah, That's, we made it, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I just hope we keep growing. And uh, well, it's, it's, I will tell you that over the years when I've seen you, you just keep getting better. I mean, you know, it's not like you you haven't hit a plateau, you haven't grown stale. I mean, you keep evolving, so that's a yeah. good thing. I mean, thank you. That's how you, that's how you get to where you want to go. I yeah, mean, we're, you know, I'm I'm a little bit jealous uh, to some extent of guys that grew up, uh, you know, in in musical families and everything, and uh, started at a really young age with their instrument. I feel like. As far as it goes, I still feel like I'm a young musician and and learning all the time. So um, I feel I, I hope you know, good Lord willing, that we're just really yeah. getting rolling. I, I feel like I'm just now starting. And that's I, good. That's 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 the right way it is to be about the things. I mean, always growing, always learning. Mm -hmm. um, well, I I think you've you've done really well. I mean, you guys have taken off. Uh, Real fast, what you got coming up? Um, we're, I'm looking forward to this weekend. This because we were, like I said, we were in Laconia, New Hampshire last wow. week and did like a six day run from coming up, started in Laconia, New Hampshire, and then made our way down and wrapped it up in Hickory. Uh, but next, this this coming weekend, we're actually doing a, a homecoming show in Falston oh. uh, for the, their Fourth of July deal. Wow. We play that, we've played that the past three years. And it's in our bass player Lance's backyard. Oh, that's Because uh, it's actually at Faustin Elementary School, oh, and their okay. parking lot's where the show is. But uh, his his backyard backs up to Faustin Elementary School. Oh. So we have a green room at our house for once. That's yeah. great. That's kind of like uh, Kevin Bridges. He has a song about a guy who falls out of an airplane yeah. and lands in a graveyard. And the graveyard that he landed is in Kevin's backyard, which is... You want to know something absolutely crazy that you just brought that up? My granddad was... Uh, at the time was uh, on the highway commission that accident was in zion church yes, it was. cemetery yes it was. my granddad was on the scene to go over there and, oh, really? and help report yeah so that is wild that i've is... never i've never heard the song i need to check oh, that you out need to check yeah it my out. granddad always tells me about that story you need you need yeah. to check. kevin has a really fine version mm -hmm. of the song i mean we've gone from his backyard to over there just to mm -hmm. see it several times when we when we practice so yeah. Probably, Supposedly the guy had just gotten married or something. He did. And yeah, it was like was on his on, honeymoon. On his honeymoon and opened the wrong door, thought he was going yeah. to the bathroom and 
fell that's, out. That's and landed in yeah. a graveyard in Cleveland County. I know that so, is. That's just. I mean, that's a bizarre. wild story. Yeah, that is a wild story. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know you're a busy man, but Absolutely. it's been very enjoyable for me. Yes, and sir. And I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, Sandy. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate you having yes, me, man. Thank you. Wow, that was fun. I hope you'll join us again on Big Sound Small Town.